Cartoon Caption Contest podcast. I'm Vin Kolka. With me is Beth Lawler and Paul Nesha. And we have on for the fourth time, almost our uh, fourth co-host at this point, <laughs> cartoonist Drew Dernovich. Hello. Uh, Drew, welcome back for uh, the fourth time. Thanks. Good to be back. I so love how you feels keep like a regular having... thing. I know. You're, <laughs> you're, you're going to become an honorary co-host. <laughs> well, uh, why don't we jump right in here? Um, I'm sure you've seen them, but I will read the winner and the runner-ups for uh, Contest 778, your cartoon of, uh, you could explain what's going on, but my interpretation was a crime setting, and they're looking at uh, an evidence board of a chicken and an egg. And uh, these, I assume, are detectives. So uh, the winner was, don't sell him short. He did solve that crossing the road thing. Second place was we can't seem to establish a timeline of events and coming in third the cold case squad says the picture on the left is what our killer might look like today. Um, so before we even get into those, want to give us a uh, background of the cartoon? Yeah, uh, sure. And I think I, I think I need to apologize for um, <laughs> the, the um, I really like these. I mean, in, in addition to, slapsticky cartoons and gag cartoons and whatever else i think i've always been uh attracted to these philosophical kind of conundrums like you know the the one i had before with the, the square hole and the round hole with the fireman the um but uh, and this you know the chicken and egg thing but in general like the you know glass half full glass half empty that thing that has no answer you know what is the sound of one hand clapping all those all those silly kind of ph philosophical conundrums that don't have any answer but that you could kind of talk about for hours somehow i like those and i think those are funny but they're not really good subjects for cartoons <laughs> as it turned out <laughs> or, or really funny uh, caption contests um and i don't i think that's what i was uh i don't know how this came about except i think i was i like this this the um the kind of trope of the detective looking at the bulletin board with all kinds of like pictures and evidence and and articles and whatever else on it that you would see on the wire or something. And um, I was also thinking about, again, that like philosophical conundrum of the chicken and the egg and trying to think of something funny with that one. And as so often happens, the two ideas just, I like, couldn't think of something funny in either one. And then the ideas just kind of collided with each other. And, and I thought, oh, how about if the, it was the chicken and the egg on the board? Cause it's the ultimate unsolvable cold case and that was the original caption was was um the woman is saying to the guy the detective on the on the the, the woman detective is saying the male detective um in the summers we do cold case fridays so that's what that was because yeah. i figured that the chicken and the egg is the ultimate cold case yeah uh well that settles we were pretty sure that this was obviously detectives and an evidence board uh, we yeah. got some emails of people who thought it was uh scientists um, I can kind of see that, but we did not think that, but uh, that solves it. This was not scientists yeah. looking at a science board. To me, it was pretty clear that this is an evidence board, but um, that just clears it up for those who aren't sure. <laughs> the scientists would have to be wearing the white lab coats. Yes. I mean, you yeah. know, it, like that, and regardless of what real scientists wear in a cartoon, you have to draw the white lab coats to identify them as scientists. <laughs> no matter yeah. the situation, they're no in a the lab coat. Exactly. <laughs> 
even if they're in their after work jog, they're always still wearing the wet lab coat over their gym shorts. You, you have a couple of scientists in a bedroom scene wearing the lab coat. <laughs> That's how you always identify that. Coats. <laughs> that would actually be a good cartoon. In <laughs> <laughs> <And> a contest. <laughs> That's well, a great that idea, aside, actually. That aside, this was another tough one from you. And yeah. uh, what is your take on, on these uh, finalists? Um. Any that you liked particularly and thought should be a winner? None of them really leaped out at me. And I think just because they're, it's a, it's a hard, um, yeah, it's a hard thing. I did like, I actually liked the one that won uh, the least of the least of these. I think the one, the one on the bottom that says uh, the picture on the left is what our killer might look like today. I think that's, that's funny. I actually like this. The, the caption that says we can't seem to establish a timeline of events well, just because wait, let me just interrupt real quick. Cause I don't want yeah. it to go away. I noticed how you just read the third place is exactly how it should have been written. When you just read it, you didn't say the cold case squad says the picture on the left. When you just read it, you started with the picture on the left is what our killer might look like today. Yeah. So the way you, you instinctively read it is the way <laughs> it should have been written. I just find that funny that even when you read it, you without even thinking about it, took off all those words mm-hmm. that shouldn't have been there. And yeah, I don't think they, they, you don't really need that. You definitely don't need that. It's yeah. just funny that uh, you just instinctively knew <laughs> you just throw that away. And it surprises me that the submitter didn't know to throw Did you think away. that when you when you read that third place yeah. caption? Did you think that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we discussed it uh, when these were in the finalist phase. But like I said, it just amused me that you didn't even bother with those superfluous words in the beginning. Uh, yeah, that's interesting. That's, that's, that's good. How, no, it's that's true. professional. Those, that stuff shouldn't be there. And uh, <laughs> Just for that reason alone, I don't think this should right. be because of how poorly worded it was. Although High I fives agree. all around. High fives to everybody <laughs> in the room. <laughs> I do agree. I like, I like that idea. Um, they just added too many words. Yeah. I think, I think we can't seem to establish a timeline of events is, you know, it's not a knee slapper, but it's, it's what something in one of the, it's what something in Law & Order would say. And it just mm-hmm. happens to take on a different meaning when you're looking at the chicken and egg. So I think that's, the one that I like the best. Um, although, you know, and I thought that was too spot on. It's kind of too much explaining yeah. exactly what the cartoon is. That's true. It's almost you are right about on. that. There's n- none of these really take it into a different realm where you like, you think you're talking about the chicken and egg, but it's, you're talking about something completely different or you know, none of them really take this into to new territory. Even the, the first, the one that one talks about another, another joke, you know, which is mm-hmm. fine, I guess, but it doesn't, you know, maybe it made me want to see what other kind of weird captions were in the um, caption bucket that maybe didn't make it to the finals. Did you happen to look at the crowdsourcing? Uh, no, I didn't for this one. Did you look at it? Yeah, and it was a tough one. They weren't, I don't think there were any that stood out to me as better than these, actually. Um, I don't think these are fantastic, but I also don't think they overlooked any very good ones. Beth, Paul, do you recall any that were uh, worth mentioning? No, there were so many timeline ones. And, and that was my initial reaction too. was, was um, he's working on a timeline was the first thought I came, came up with, but I didn't submit that because I felt like it was going to be too, you know, common that everybody think, was going to have it. You know what I think is funny about that, the timeline of events, I'm imagining it not as a cartoon, but like in a TV show, 
and you're mm-hmm. seeing two detectives walk down the hallway and it's busy and everyone's solving cases. And then, and then you have one person saying to another, we got this case, but we can't seem to establish a timeline of events. And then the camera mm-hmm. pans over and it's a chicken and egg. Yeah. I think that to me is funny. <laughs> like that's the order that it should be viewed in. And that, mm-hmm. in that sequence, it's funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that works. Yeah. How did you, how did you feel about your own submissions? I know sometimes you feel like you, uh, I thought it was deep. Mine was decent. That wasn't great. Uh, I didn't really expect to be finalists, but it's at least a joke. Uh, it was, we'll never get them to talk. <laughs> Not amazing, but uh, <laughs> I didn't necessarily think I'd be a finalist, but it wasn't terrible. Well, my, my submission was, it started with a big bang, meaning mm. it was like the big bang theory. And all of a sudden the chicken and the egg were both there because they're, they're, you know, one didn't come first with the, you know, with that. So, but it was a stretch. So I actually liked yours. I don't know. It wasn't the exact wording, but the idea about like, they're both going to fry. Yeah. I thought that was funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't submit that though. Um, unfortunately, also because I thought that was going to be really common, yeah. but maybe I yeah. should have submitted that. I actually, there was a similar one. Um, I think it was in cartoon stock. I don't know, like a year or so ago, that was uh, a bunch of fish in a, in a um, police lineup. And I actually, I think I submitted to that one, that, you know, send, um, something to the effect of they're both going to fry or take them out back and fry. So it was something similar to that. So that's why I initially came up with that one because I already had before. <laughs> but um, I think I mean, yeah. one with that something similar to that. I think so. I think so. And then I submitted, I actually submitted a second one and I figured if it won, I would have given (laughs) my husband credit. I would have put my husband's (laughs) name in for it. Um, But it was uh, evolutionary, my dear Watson, (laughs) which I thought was funny because it's like, you know, instead of elementary, my dear Watson, because they're detectives, you know, that it's evolutionary. So, but neither one of those made it anywhere. So yeah, anyway. the, the one I entered was uh, bad news. Someone made a sandwich out of the evidence. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the second one that I was thinking of entering, but it was like a little too far out there was, I have to admit, the autopsy was delicious. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think the New Yorker would have went for that one. <laughs> uh, that one's good. The... Um, just anecdotally, I, when I drew this one, I remember I submitted one, a couple of cartoons to Bob, actually, when he, was, when he was editor. And he kind of gave me back the cartoons and he said to me, you can't draw this one with your style or like you, someone else can draw this, but not you. And when I was drawing this one, I was trying to draw the both the chicken and the egg the way I normally draw that with this like jagged lines. And the egg did not look like an egg. <laughs> and I was about to submit it. And I was like, no, I can't because the egg just looks like it looks like a boulder. So like you need to be able to know that it's an egg and it didn't really look like a chicken either. It just looked like a mess. So I had to draw them with a pen the way that the way that mm-hmm. other people draw them. And then I thought, okay, that looks, it looks okay. Now I didn't want to have to botch the, the uh, egg joke with no one being able to realize it was an egg. Wow. So that's awesome. And the boulder. I was wondering if that <laughs> was, possum, I was yeah. wondering how you did that in your typical way of doing it, because those lines are so narrow. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah. I just did it. I just did it with a regular old pen. Wow. Because I had to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't want to be the possum in the boulder. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck with that one. 
a few weeks ago when you were on, you said that you had one in the hopper that was one of your favorites that you ever did. Yeah, that, that one. This one? No, that that one is like that one's ridiculous, and that one will get uh, I will get a lot better um, entries in this one. I know. Okay. Ah, look so forward to it. We're still waiting on it then. Yeah. Okay. I'll I'll put that, money on it. Is that the last <laughs> one you have in the hopper with them? Oh, uh, caption so. contest wise. I think so. I might have one other one, but I think that's the one. Yeah. All right. With that, uh, anything else I want to move on to this week's finalists? Uh, no, let's, let's advance. <laughs> All right. Crack, the, crack the egg. 780. This is uh, two men walking in an office, walking uh, by a man who's looks like drowning in a puddle of water or quicksand. Uh, the finalists were apparently I was mistaken. He's not in over his head. How soon can you start? And he was skating on thin ice for some time. Uh, Beth, why don't you start us off here? Um, out of these three, uh, I like the third one the best. He was skating on thin ice for some time, mostly because the second one, uh, which we can get into in more detail later, but the second one, how soon can you start was a winner winning caption for a cartoon in the contest years ago um and they're repeating it so that one takes it out of the running for me really pretty much right away um apparently i was mistaken he's in over his head is he's not in over his head is just a little too wordy for me and i just don't think it's that funny i don't i don't like the ones that are like apparently he's not this he's that so um, I don't think those really work that well. They're too negative. Like I didn't mean this. I mean, I meant that I just don't go for those. So he was skating on thin ice for some time is the one I like the best. I'm not, really a... sure. I'm not really sure it should have ended on for some time. Like the, the punchline is skating on thin ice. So he probably should have word, like reworked it so that it ended on thin ice. If he could, I don't really know. Um, I didn't try to rework it myself, but um, you know, I just think it it doesn't end on the punchline. But out of the three, I like it the best. Yeah, so that's a fault of the New Yorker, right? There were mm -hmm. I don't know dozens and dozens of thin ice cartoons mm -hmm. captions, rather. I I don't know why the New Yorker wouldn't take all of the thin ice ones, put them in a batch and pick the best one. Cause there were plenty that did end on the punchline. Mm -hmm. And yeah. those are the ones that should have been a finalist. So I, mm -hmm. I think it's a fine caption. Um, it works for the cartoon, but it's of the fault of the New Yorker that I don't know why they don't choose the one that's worded best. In other words, it was a common joke. This was not the only one. There were dozens of them. Mm -hmm. I think they should have chose the one that ended on the punchline. Yeah. Yeah, I, I went and copied one just because I wanted to do that. Uh, legal warned him he was on thin ice. Mm -hmm. mm. That one works. You know, it could have been human resources, whatever, but yeah, it ends in thin ice. And that's, yeah, you're right. They, he, the punchline is buried. You know, I don't know why the New Yorker picked that. Yeah, yeah I agree. I didn't think that they did that. I didn't think that they... Um... Uh, that they kind of took a caption that had been, that was common to 10 or 20 or 30 entries and then just picked one at random because, because it's true. This certainly wouldn't be the best one. We, we think the way they do it, uh, like, I, like everyone knows we are trying to get Emma and Colin on, but we <laughs> think the way they do it is the, whatever one bubbles up to the top of crowdsourcing is I think yeah. the one they use. I don't know that for sure. 
Um, that's just well, my guess. We'll see when uh, we get some new data updates on uh, the website. Yes, we'll find the answer to that. But I agree with Beth that how soon can you start it is good, but it is it doesn't reference what's happening in the picture. It could be used, it could be used for you know 20 other different um, caption contests. Well, Drew, are you familiar with the Tom Jenny cartoon with that exact caption? I'm gonna share my screen if you're not. Um, I actually was familiar with this cartoon and I didn't even know it was a caption contest until mm -hmm. uh, Larry Wood actually pointed it out. But oh really? Yeah, but I, I was very... familiar with this cartoon. I didn't even know it was part of the caption contest. It but now that it's part of the caption contest, on. I'm really upset that they chose mm -hmm. it because it's exact wording oh, yeah. to a Tom Cheney cartoon that was a caption contest. Now, granted, it was many, many years ago, but people who play the caption contest know that. And mm -hmm. again, shame on the New Yorker. They should not be repeating jokes. And it's frankly the exact joke, in, right? It's the exact mm -hmm. same joke. And this cartoon, it's in an office and there's violence behind them. And the other cartoon, it's in an office and he's sinking. Regardless, it's the same exact joke. It's the same joke, but this one is funnier because yes. the, because it, it needs to be over the top, you know. Mm -hmm. Like then this this scenario is certainly a lot over the top than uh, than the one that's in the issue this week. Yeah, like it needs to be ridiculous in order for that because it's the caption is very bland, so uh, it, it needs to have an image that's crazy to make that kind of um, juxtaposition funny. Yeah, yeah. Have you I not seen this cartoon before today? I have. I just couldn't. I couldn't bring it to mind. But yeah, I have seen it. He he has a lot of um, cartoons like that. Like that's that's a that is a genre a, a area of humor that he mines frequently. Yeah, I haven't seen him in the cartoon in years in the magazine in years. But uh, there's, one that, he, there's one that there's one that he. Um, I'm pretty sure it's one of his. I feel bad if it isn't. But I'm pretty sure it's one of his that I use in that I actually, I used in presentations for a while, which is a woman, I think it's a woman or somebody at the bank, a bank teller. And the bank teller is saying there's a substantial penalty for early withdrawal. And you can see that the, those like giant glass, the panes of glass that are between the teller and the customer at the top, you see like they're angled. So they're, it's actually a guillotine. Oh it's really, it's really subtle, <laughs> but again, it's like a really, it's kind of an innocent caption with like a really mm -hmm. harsh, yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. I love that one. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Well, I think that the how soon can you start works way better with Tom Cheney's cartoon because the guy in the background is about to be killed. You right. know, this guy is just drown. You know, he's not even, Loading. you don't know if he's drowning. He's just like in a puddle, you know, it's it, the urgency isn't there. The, you know, the, the conflict isn't as strong. I, I just don't think yeah. it's nearly as funny with this one. If the Tom Cheney cartoon didn't exist, I would think this is a pretty good caption. But as you said, unfortunately, cannot get my vote because it's been done already. Mm -hmm. uh, that's not the fault of Mason Porter, who submitted it. For all he knows, he has, he's not even familiar with that cartoon. Mm. But the New Yorker certainly should be familiar. And uh, for that reason, I, I wouldn't vote for this one. This is going to an irrelevant comment, which was that my I know you've had discussions before about what the what your best kind of Uber caption is that could be a caption for every single cartoon. Mm -hmm. And mine just happens to be um, I took I just took a big win in my diaper. <laughs> <laughs> I, think that still, I think that works just about as good as any of these for this one. That, yeah, <laughs> definitely. Uh. Oh, my God. 
but but this one, how soon can you start? It could work in any office cartoon, you know, like where something weird is happening in yeah. an office setting. How soon yeah. can you start like that? That can work in any of them. It really could pretty much be a universal caption. I think that was Jack Ziegler's. I think he's the one who told me that initially that his, his caption for every cartoon was, I just took a giant, I just took a big one in my diaper. I think that was his. <laughs> <I've never laughs> It, it works, that's, you know. Yeah. I'll laugh every time at that one. <laughs> I was surprised, surprised this wasn't a finalist with uh, liquidated, something mm -hmm. like the old guard has been liquidated or uh, something with liquidated. Mm -hmm. I did think would be a finalist. It was very common, and maybe they didn't choose yeah. it because it was somewhat too obvious, but mm -hmm. obvious or not, I thought that would be a finalist. Yeah. Well, There's I'm a, a bankruptcy. Of, you know, there's swamps. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Swamp, liquidate, meltdown, meltdown. Any kind of pool, office pool, drowning, drowning in paperwork, drowning in walk on water, and then thin ice was another common one. So there's like mm -hmm. definite themes going through here. Mm -hmm. There's like a half dozen ones that I just kept seeing repeated and repeated. Yeah. So. And and I'm a bankruptcy paralegal in my real life. And uh, I was really upset with myself for not being able to come up with a liquidating cartoon because I deal with liquida liquidation, <laughs> the topic of liquidation every single day. I'm like, why can't I come up with one? <laughs> what, yeah. what did you come up with, Beth? What was yours? Oh, God, what was mine? Um, oh, I remember what it was. It was, um, I'd help, but that's not, but it's not my department. Yeah, I, I saw which, that one in the crowdsource. Which I did see. So they did yeah. see that and uh, yeah. they didn't choose which, it. Which I actually thought was mm. pretty good because, you know, it's like the kind of thing that everybody who works in an office can relate to. That, yeah. pers that person who sees something that needs to be done and just says, no, not my problem. I'm not going to help. You yeah. know? And, and I think, you know, making fun of it in this kind of way is, is, is funny, you know, but... I think over. I think that one that one is a better choice than how soon can you start for this one? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, I like yeah, that. Surprised. Oh yeah, mine was. Uh, I, I saw it a few times. Uh, he's standing on the guy you're replacing. You have to think about it a second. <laughs> well, I did see that. It made it, uh, it made it up to crowdsourcing, so they saw that one. Too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that started with you know having him standing on somebody underneath them. But I think that's an old joke from a quicksand cartoon that either Charles Adams or somebody did. And I didn't want to do it. So it's like, I was trying to figure out what else to do with this cartoon. And I saw, you know, the, the two guys walking down the hallway, one is, you know, has a tie kind of, you know, dressed corporate looks like he's been there a while. Then the other guy is younger, new hire intern or something. So it's like, how could I incorporate that into it? And then I realized, well, he's there to replace the guy that was being stood on. Mm -hmm. So that's where that came from. <laughs> so it's, it's like I combined a couple of things just to make it work. Mm -hmm. Drew, do you, looking at that cartoon, would you think that's quicksand or would you think it's water, like a puddle of water that the guy is drowning in? We couldn't decide. I, th I think it's probably supposed to be quicksand mm -hmm. just because... Um, it would, I mean, it'd have to be a deep, deep puddle of water there in the, mm -hmm. on the floor for that he's, he's drowning him. So it doesn't, you know, it doesn't really make any sense, but 
I also think it might, it's open for interpretation. I would, mm-hmm. I think I would I assume it was quicksand, but it doesn't necessarily need to be. Yeah. See, that's what we discussed. It, it should be quicksand because it makes much more sense as quicksand. Yeah. But mm-hmm. it looks like water. When you yeah. do lines instead of dots, you're telling us it's water and not quicksand. Right. So it's right. hard for me to believe this is quicksand, even though I agree with you, quicksand makes much more sense. And just because he has the paperwork in front of him, it looks like he wasn't looking what he's doing, fell into it, and his paperwork flew out in front of him. So with quicksand, it's a little bit slower. You know, it's, it's like, oh, dang, I'm in quicksand. <laughs> but I mean, it could just go down. If you're looking for workplace analogies, it could be treading water too mm. but i yep. i think it I, it doesn't really look like he's treading water as much as uh, falling into quicksand mm-hmm. yeah there were a lot of um he's in over his head or you know that kind of caption in the um crowdsourcing it could be I coffee I, I noticed that uh, there's not only a water cooler but there's a coffee machine over on the right so it could be coffee <laughs> that's <also>. true <laughs> yeah or it could like that. be that he just melted down. Like he just literally had a meltdown. He just. <laughs> He's so overhydrated from the water and the coffee. <laughs> Are you familiar with this uh, husband and wife cartoonist team? I've never met them, but um, yes, I know who they are. It's a good drawing. Yeah, it is. I think the wife does the drawings. Yes. Yeah, yeah. she does. Uh, the husband maybe does the, the ideas. And he, and he doesn't, she sometimes does, I mean, she doesn't do all of his ideas. She sometimes does her own. Yes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Have you had her on? No, uh, we reached out, but I'll reach out again. Uh, Maybe we can get an answer to this water versus quicksand. (laughs) All right. I guess we can move on from this one and just end by saying uh, shame on the New Yorker because we did get several emails on it. A lot of the people did notice that this Mm. wasn't, reused joke um so emmett and colin should understand that uh, the people who play you know are going to spot these things and not too happy you should have colin on we are trying mm-hmm. i'll tell i'll i will i'll poke him i'll make him do it <laughs> oh wow that'd be great <laughs> yeah uh Paul has prodded him a few times as has beth um every, every time i get a finalist i i say you got to come on here he said at some point he will. So he, he did say he will at some point. Oh, good. Good. <laughs> Nudge him anyway. <laughs> yeah. yeah, please, by all means. Just remind him. I haven't won for weeks, so I haven't been able to. Oh, poor baby. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be a popular episode because he's got a very, he's got a very, uh, he's got a great British accent that, that people will love. Cool. Oh, wow. Didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't know that either. Yeah. Cool. All right. How about a current contest? Contest 782. A woman surrounded by mimes talking to a man in front of her. Paul, what's your take on this cartoon? And uh, before you do, Drew, are you familiar with this cartoonist? I have never seen her work before. Meredith Southard. Um, no, <laughs> I, I actually came prepared looking at the completely wrong issue. Um, no, <laughs> I'm not familiar with her. Uh, yeah. Yeah, she seems new. All right. Uh was just curious. So Paul, your take. Uh, well, yeah, mimes. I'm I'm not familiar with mimes. I'm, I know what mimes are, but I just have never interacted with a mime. I've never actually met a mime in real life. <laughs> so 
you know, going off of what other people have said about mimes. Uh, I think in, this is a New York thing, I'm guessing. There's what, uh, one to four ratio of mimes in Times Square for pedestrians or something. <laughs> if I, if, from movies and stuff, I think that's kind of the ratio I'm seeing. I have uh, never heard that before. No. Never seen that. There are not a lot of mimes <laughs> in New York I, City. From, I, from I, TV I, shows, movies, and everything, it's like you're just overpopulated with mimes in New York, at least in Times Square. Uh, I've seen we, the naked we don't, cowboy. We don't get... I've seen the naked cowboy, and I've seen the crazy mm-hmm. Elmo, and yeah, you know, so you, that I've never you get seen superheroes and Elmo. Elmos and mm-hmm. naked cowboys. Yeah. <laughs> we, we don't get any of that in Mount Horeb. <laughs> None of that happens here. <laughs> well, at least not since the Great Mime Purge of 1967. <laughs> uh, so I'm looking at this, and I'm trying to figure out what those mimes are doing. You know, it's like there's I can see the one guy's doing the in the box thing. But the other mime, and you're, you're going to hate me for saying this because it's the first thing that popped in my mind. It's going to be, whenever you see this, it's going to be the first thing that pops into your mind from now on. But that other mime, it looks like he's picking her nose and eating her boogers. Oh, God. Oh, no. <laughs> no. So you're going to see that from now on whenever you see this cartoon. And I'm sorry about that. <laughs> oh, that's awful. Oh, my God. I mean, isn't that why we had the Great Mind Purge of 1967? Because they <laughs> yes, were officially that doing that. <laughs> they were getting a little too personal with people. <laughs> Barney certainly does not do that. His hands are too big. <laughs> I hope you. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. So this one is like, I, I have no experience with this. So it's like, I'm, I'm looking at this as like, what would happen if, you know, it's like it was bears or something where you had to fend off a bear attack, you know, looking at mimes the same way as that. And so I, the only thing I came up with was uh, the New York City Survival Guide says to remain calm and ignore them. So I'm trying to figure out something that how to survive a mime attack. So That's actually pretty good. I like yeah. the idea. Yeah. I can tweak that more. It's, it's not as funny as I'd like it to be right now. So there's something else I need to add to it or change it. So it's direction I'm going in. Just it's a mime attack. And how do you ward off a mime in a mime attack? I like it. it it's not there yet, but it'll get there at some point. Mm-hmm. So I have nothing else. And I did not want to go to the, <laughs> the one option I was thinking. <laughs> yeah. No, please don't do that one. Oh, my God. That's horrible. And it's not very COVID safe either. <laughs> oh Don't think about that part. No. <laughs> oh, man, that's bad. Um, I submitted yes. completely low hanging fruit. Didn't really put much thought into it, but I just went with, do you mind? Like, instead of do you mind? Like they're in her way. Mm-hmm. They're bothering her. And it's just a pun on mine. Mime. Stupid probably doesn't stand a chance but i uh i i couldn't figure out what really was going on in this <laughs> picture so i just wanted to get it over with and that's what i went with yeah the only other one i thought of was they never listen either meaning they're not saying anything but they never listen either so mm-hmm. don't bother telling them to stop but i just felt like that was too much to think about no one would get it right away and it wasn't even funny. So I just went with, um, do you mind? 
Yeah, I, I think that's going to be a common one with, uh, mm-hmm. you know, doing a poem on mime. So yeah. yeah. I, I figured it wasn't any worse than some of the other finalists that, that have been picked lately. So true. Yeah. <laughs> you never know. Exactly. Have a shot. <laughs> what about you, Drew? Any initial thoughts? Um, no, I'm stumped by this one. I'm not. Um, I think I've avoided trying to steer my life around mime culture. <laughs> and I've been willfully ignorant of mimes for the last dozen years. This might be the first picture of a mime, like in a drawing or photograph that I've seen in a long time. Yeah, me too. Uh, there, I don't... there was one a long time ago in the contest that was a bunch of mimes. Um, it was like a battle scene. Um, they were like behind a wall. Um, I think looking at water with battleships or something. It was like in an army scene and the mimes were... Um, looking out at the scene, I, I, I can't, desc- I'm not describing it well, but maybe I'll find it in a second and um, uh, show it to you guys. But that's the only one I remember. Yeah, I couldn't even find that on Cartoon Bank just now. Mm-hmm. It was very early on in the contest. It, it's in this ago. book, I know it's that. It's in that book, yeah. Um, just mm-hmm. found it actually, see if you can. You wanna show it to us? Oh, my. Yeah, see, they're looking at a oh, battle. Yeah. And I don't, what was the first place caption? I can't read that. Oh, it's on the next page. Uh, it's not good. Looks like they've got a full interpretive dance troupe. It's not good. Looks like they've got a full interpretive dance troupe. Yeah, <laughs> I man. don't even understand that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, none of these are good. <laughs> so, no, so. The one mime one we know, and nothing good happened with that one. <laughs> there was one I saw in the Facebook group that I thought was pretty funny. It was um, just give them your wallet because <laughs> it's just like so out there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just give the them your wallet, make them yes, go okay. away. <laughs> I had a similar idea. Just it said, uh, "Please God, just give them a tip," like they're being <laughs> harassed. By yeah. Mm-hmm. But what I think I'll go with is um, I've had it with this charade. Oh, I like oh, that one. That's good. I like that. Yes. I think that's oh, what I'll man. go with. Yeah. That's good. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You got to go with that one. Yeah. That's the best that's yeah. one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I had a bunch, but I liked that one best as well. So that's probably what I'll do. Yeah. That's really good. Um, <laughs> and we will also reach out to this cartoonist who I've not seen her work before. Um, so yeah. we'll get her on. Uh, it'd be interesting to talk to an up and coming cartoonist. I wonder if she has any experience with mimes or being a mime. It's funny you say that because I looked at her Instagram page and she she only has about 10 cartoons on her Instagram page. And one of them is a mime cartoon. Oh, all right. Uh, so she seems into drawing mimes. Wow. I, I have to confess, I didn't know that mimes uh, were around anymore. I, yeah, I haven't I seen or heard of mimes. Do they migrate for the winter or what do they do? They might, yeah, I think they do. <laughs> Maybe the, I think the mimes just go into the Barney costumes and then they come back yeah. out in the summer and become mimes again. <laughs> it's warm in those Barney costumes. Yeah. Yes, that makes sense. Uh, she's a good drawer though, right? It's a very well drawn. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I, I had a friend who was a, a friend who was an aspiring actor back in the day and who was a mime and was asked to, um, appear at a Christmas party for some big corporate client. And you know, those, um, 
you, you see them in New York and Times Square and other places where these people are like spray painted silver bronze. They're supposed to act like a statue, you know? Mm-hmm. And apparently he was, he and a bunch of other people were supposed to act like statues at a party. And a woman was so, was confused. I didn't know whether he and these other people were statues of real people, real people. And the way that she <laughs> solved the problem was she basically like reached her hand out and grabbed him in his junk. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> she couldn't pick anywhere. She couldn't tap him on the shoulder or his foot. She had to grab him there. And he said, at that moment, he was like, my career is done. I'm quitting being a mime. <laughs> a professional <laughs> wouldn't have moved. He was a true oh professional. It was a professional move. Wow. <laughs> That's crazy. Oh. Mimes are like clowns to me. They kind of freak me out. You know, like they're just weird. Yeah, the only thing you know about them is escaping kind of, the box, right? That's their yeah, only kind of that's their only gimmick they have. Mm-hmm. The wind or the rope point thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah picking the nose. Classic. <laughs> yeah, the, the classic picking the nose. <laughs> so Drew, I assume you've never done mime cartoons? I haven't. I don't, yeah, it's like everyone has a blind spot. I don't know if you call it a blind spot, but it's never um never occurred to me to do a mime cartoon or apparently I never thought of anything funny that includes a mime in it. Although we did last time I was on, we did talk about the, um, the dinosaurs with the meteor coming down. Yes. And I had said, I had never done one of those. And I actually have a couple, I have a couple ideas I'm working on or that I will submit for dinosaurs with uh, the meteors. So. Oh, good. You would have helped yeah. me. <laughs> you would have helped me in that regard to branch Ooh. out. There was one. There was one just recently, I think it was in the magazine. It was, I think it was Paul Noth and it was um, a bunch of dinosaurs looking up at the sky and one of them, and there was a meteor coming down and one of the dinosaurs had a um, sign in his hand that said, (laughs) I can't even say it, I can start laughing. It said, welcome space dinosaurs. (laughs) Did you hear me? Welcome space dinosaurs. Like these, that's just goofy these, that's funny. poor dinosaurs they think that they're walking oh i didn't get it at first it's just goofy oh my god it made me laugh oh my god i loved it it was just recently i think it was in the magazine or else he posted it on on his face it was in the magazine but, i think two oh weeks my ago god. Yeah. i was laughing i loved it I'm going to do them with dinosaurs and mimes. I decided. I don't know what it is. But <laughs> you do a mime dinosaur. First person yeah. to confirm, combine dinosaur. those two. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Submit your batch today, right? Or is it tomorrow? Uh, not, it's a holiday week, so they are off. No next week. Next week, I will. Ah, so you, is there not a uh, issue next week? Um, I th- no, I think there is, but... Um, Maybe week after. But, so, you know, yeah, I'm not sure. But it's, um, lots of times in a holiday week, they are, they don't have a meeting on um, Tuesday. Yeah, I think we're due for a, uh, a, a issueless week because we haven't had one in a while. Yeah. So I suspect well, it's coming this week or next. There won't be a, a new issue. Either this usually, week or next and definitely at the end of the year. Don't they usually do the cartoon issue around this time of year? Yeah. Where it's like all cartoons? I wonder if uh, they did. That. And then last year, I think they did a, another archival issue yeah. um, around New Year's. Yeah. Well, they did that in July, I think, uh, this they did. year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're yeah. all wacky now. I don't know what they're doing. <laughs> Wait, I just thought of another, another mime cartoon for you, Drew. A mime on a desert island and he can't call for help because he can't speak. <laughs> <laughs> 
Have you seen the Desert Island book yet? No, no. I heard, I, I think, um, was it Shannon who was, who was promote, like talking about that on online? Um, every cartoonist was in it. So every cartoonist would have been, would have okay. been uh, publicizing online. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't think there's a mind. That. Wow. I, I don't think there's no, actually I, there might be, there's a lot of them in there, but mm-hmm. that would yeah, be I got to look for that. Yeah. It, on the uh, George Booth uh, documentary last week, I saw that in the background of one of the cartoonists who was speaking. So they're putting that wherever they can to plug it right now. Yeah. Yeah. They, it's good. It's good. Yeah. It's a good gift giving time. Yeah. So, so your listening's out there. We want that book for Christmas. <laughs> yeah. It's called Send Help. <laughs> yes. That's the name of it. Yes. It's, the version it. for mimes doesn't have a title. Just. <laughs> blank that actually works i like that (laughs) oh my god that's hysterical (laughs) so there were no there were no thanksgiving cartoons in the issue this week except for um harry bliss had one that was like driving through a tropical storm to grandma's house that wasn't really thanksgiving Mm. but it was alluding to the holidays i was kind of surprised by that Weren't there a couple other ones that were alluding to families or the holidays? There weren't as, you're right. There weren't as many as I thought there would be. I have to go back and look. I was expecting a bunch of Thanksgiving cartoons. And I I guess, you know, I just, when I didn't see that, I. uh, Sure. Did you submit any Thanksgiving cartoons? Um, No, not this year. I've, I've submitted more than my share of Christmas and New Year's ones. No Thanksgiving ones. I don't know. Right. Some, it's not as funny somehow. That that would be a good podcast topic is which is funnier, Thanksgiving or Christmas. Or <laughs> yeah. I had an idea for a decent Thanksgiving cartoon. Uh, a pilgrim was bowling, and behind behind him were a bunch of people cheering him on, and there was a table full of all the side dishes, but an empty <laughs> turkey tray in the middle. And the board above him showed that he had two strikes. So he was bowling for his third strike. Which, which is, is turkey egg. and bowling. <laughs> kind of the cartoon you put together in your head, but uh, somewhat of a funny image. That was my idea for a Thanksgiving cartoon. There aren't enough bowling cartoons. Yeah, you have to know about bowling to get my yeah. Thanksgiving. There was one cartoon in the issue this week that I think is hysterical. I was just looking at it. It's Paul Notes again with Paul Noth. Um, two kids playing in a sandbox and the Barbie is buried upside down with her feet just sticking out and the caption is if i do that to my own barbie imagine imagine what i might do to a tattletale (laughs) 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 oh my god it's great that's very good i I wish i hope that yeah it's dark (laughs) (laughs) oh god i love it uh so drew you're a new yorker but i think i recall you are a uh Boston Red Sox fan, is that right? Yes. Yeah. Does that mean you're not a Giants fan either? Do you go um, Patriots on the football side? Yeah, of course. Ah. I, I can root for the um, the hockey teams. I I, uh, I root for the Rangers. But, I ask out of curiosity because the Giants are playing right now. Yeah, I don't hate the Giants. I mean, those the Super Bowls that the Giants and Patriots played in were great. Those were yep. great games, even though we turned out on the losing end. But no. You know, the Patriots won more than their share. Won so enough, cool. yeah. For okay. Sure. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, always a thrill having you on. Much yeah, appreciated. Great to be on. 
And uh, I'm glad I have one. I'm glad I have something coming up so I can look forward to being on again. <laughs> yeah, you'll be on again, I'm sure, in a, a few awesome. weeks. Maybe by then the dinosaur mime cartoon will be in. We can talk about that too. <laughs> Thank you again. Much appreciated. Sure. I hope Thank you have a good you, Thanksgiving. Drew. Have you a good too. Thanksgiving. Thank you, too, yeah. Drew. Okay. All right. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.